Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to episode 174, I believe, of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, joined by both of the co-hosts this week. Again, Ethan and Jarrett, what is going on? What up, what up? Hey, just by the way, you said 174, but on the screen you have 173 still. I do have 173, I haven't changed it, let me change that. Not that it matters, like. Only every time we use that is if you clip it and like put it on tw- social media or something, but you never know. Could that, this could be the week? Yeah, this could be the week. I'll change it right now. And there you go. Okay, we are fixed. Ethan, yes, sir. Preoccupied over there. I am just finalizing some uh, some notes from the picks that I had earlier. I didn't actually have them written down, so you know me me and my prep work. But we can get into this in just a second. We saw what limited prep work did for Ethan last week. So we're just going to keep that tide rolling. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, on this episode, we are going to recap some college uh, football week one shit. And then we are also going to give you our NFL college football picks and previews for week two, and then talk about some other things in the NFL as well. College football week one. Um, I am, I am going to be chasing from the standings from behind throughout most of the year i can already tell i got standing i I am i got boned in not one not two but three overtime games three of them i am down 4.27 units jared is up 0.89 0.89 and ethan's up a whopping 6.97 holy shit yes sir holy shit his missouri parlay hit so that helped yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it did. His his lock. I mean, he Ethan had some close ones. He had all <laughs> the backdoor covers go with him. I had all the backdoor covers go against me, and Jerry had a mix of the both. That's exactly I, yeah. what it was. What what would have benefited me a lot is I and you're Travis. I know you're you were mad at super mad at Houston on Saturday because you and I both had three units on Houston minus four. They won by two. I was pissed at Tulsa for losing to fucking or losing to Wyoming. Because Tulsa was not only in my parlay, they were also in your parlay, Travis, which I also tailed. So I lost two big parlays by one leg. Oh, yours lost by two, I think. See, I lost my. Lost. I lost mine by one leg because of Tulsa. So they're on my shit list right now. Yeah, Houston uh, had the opportunity to cover an overtime. Yep, blew it on a third down. I think uh, from like inside the ten, let up a touchdown. Then it goes to that. Absolutely horrendous new. It was new last year. College football overtime rules yeah. where you just go to two point conversions. 
Absolutely, all all bets should be void. All spread. Bets I'll say be that's void. such a heartbreaker. Like, cause like I for, I forgot about it. I'm looking. Was I watching? Um, it's probably oh, the, the Houston game. No, the Liberty. I didn't get to watch the end of the Houston game. I oh, was okay. watching the Liberty game because Liberty also went to overtime. Like, and we had Liberty minus three and a half, where Travis did. So I tailed them, and I was like, okay, cool. They can cover. They can cover. We got this. And then they go to the third overtime, and they start doing the fucking. I'm like thinking in my head, like, okay. They're getting the ball first. They need to score a touchdown and hold the other team to like not scoring. Then they still go to these these two point conversions. I'm like, well, fuck, man. That's that's just ruined my whole night. Like, I'm gonna turn this yeah. off and turn on a movie. Like, I'm done. I'm done. If you are if you are needing a team to cover by more than two points in overtime, turn the game off because it'll avoid something that gets broken. Uh, so Houston lost on that. Liberty lost on that, and then Tulsa blew a ten point lead in the fourth quarter and then yeah, lost that. Yeah, Tulsa. They no, won in overtime, lost the spread in overtime. Yeah, I, I, I had to do some stuff around the house, so I quit watching games in general at, at probably around like 4, 30, 5 o'clock. And then I didn't pick back up until, until the late, late night games. But then I was like, I got an alert as I'm cleaning out. I'm cleaning out the, you know, the cabinet above your fridge, always like collect shit. So we were doing, finally cleaning it out. I'm like standing on the steps, still handing stuff to Carly in a trash bag. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I fucking just got a score alert and I just fucking lost a bet. So, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, that hurt pretty badly, um, uh, for me, but we overall are up. So I guess that's in the, that's in the good. So if you tailed every single one of our picks, you're actually probably up more than what we, than what we are because me and Jared had three units a piece on Houston. So, that uh that's good that is good news but we will tr- we will dive back into that this week ethan first year at second me and last and i am what my full 10 you're full 10 behind I ethan need- almost five behind me yeah so i need a big week and i think i love it i love this week's slate that means i'm losing 10 units before we dive into degenerous digest because we're going to label the segment now um anyway i have a i have like four big takeaways from week one college football they're not, it's nothing crazy, just like stuff that I kind of observe um, from afar. But do you guys have anything big that you wanted to touch on? Anything that kind of surprised you or anything? Yeah, I. Um, the first one for me. Oh, you can go ahead, Trav. Go for no, it. Go ahead. I know you're going to talk about Oregon. I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> the The first thing that stuck out for me, and as most of you know, I bet Oregon to cover, and that failed miserably. Um, is just how one dominant Georgia's defense still is yeah, that that was something that stood out to me big time but then also just how bad Bo Nix is there's a reason that he left the SEC um I think we saw it this past weekend he just he didn't look comfortable the entire game in my opinion um I I was excited about Oregon kind of being like this new lively team um new offensive coordinator to bring kind of a new dynamic and be successful and I don't think we saw that this past weekend um, what what really like I thought was interesting is the or or the uh, Ohio State Notre Dame game is how I thought the Oregon Georgia game was gonna go. Low scoring, close the entire time, could have been potentially back and forth. I thought it was low State scoring game, for Oregon. Well, yeah, you know you're not wrong. The under <laughs> did hit. We did, we did hit that under. The under um, did hit. I was afraid of of picking Oregon because I thought a it's gonna be very 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 close like flipping back and forth or Georgia was going to blow them out. There was no Oregon blowing out Georgia. Yeah. No, absolutely not. So that's kind of what I think Georgia can go back to back just because of that defense. I mean, it's, 
It's it's legit. They lost a lot of talent, and they still look up to caliber. Now let's let's revisit that in a few weeks when they have their first couple of SEC games. But if there's a future bet right now to put to to say like pick a, like like exact matchup in the SEC championship game, if I have the option to choose Bama and Georgia, I don't care whatever odds it is, I'm taking it because that's probably a lock. Um, I don't see anyone dethroning Bama. I don't see anyone dethroning Georgia in the in the West or the East. Um, I think also, Oregon being the number 11th ranked in the country is a little premature yeah. before the, before the it game. Was. Happened, I was like, but oh. to still, but you see like other SEC teams and like other power five teams beat their non-con opponents who are like Louisiana Tech, like Mizzou or like fucking Miami, Ohio. They beat them 49 to three to beat a PAC 12 team, 49 to three to me. I feel, I still think is super impressive. It was, it was 49 to three, right? It was. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then, Ethan's second point about Ohio State and Notre Dame. I think Ohio State's overrated. Like they should have they should have kicked Notre Dame's ass. Notre Dame is not that good. I'm sorry. I don't care how many times you put Notre Dame in the top 10 of the preseason AP poll. I'm never going to buy into them as a, as a top 10 team. I'm still not, even though they lost to them by 14 points. Um, I think Michigan's super impressive in the Big Ten this year. Uh, so I think Ohio State's overrated. I think this is finally Michigan's year. Um, in my opinion, I know they played a dog shit team. I think they played Colorado State, but um, I think Ohio yep. State's way overrated. Yeah, I uh, yeah. The one I mean, thing that stuck out to me just with that game in particular is you can you kind of see what a new head coach for Notre Dame does to that team falling apart in the end, right? You got some some not being used to being in that situation, I guess, um, with that team, and then on the flip side. CJ Stroud just didn't look that impressive to me. And Travel, I'll let no. you say your point. Yeah, I was just, <clears throat> I was saying, and I think I talked to you, me and you talked about this. Was it, it was either yesterday or on Saturday, uh, Ethan? The everyone was hooting and hollering about this year's quarterbacks coming in. I, I don't, I don't love them. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. I'm just not a fan of that style of quarterback. Like you're short, agile. It just doesn't work in the NFL. We've seen it. Bryce Young is a Tua 2.0. I'm calling it right now. I'm literally calling it right and now. CJ Stroud is Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. that's what it's going to end up being. Jalen Hurts isn't bad, but it's like not someone to waste a top pick on. Either way, I, I didn't watch much of that game. Uh, I knew Ethan wanted to talk about the Oregon game. I wanted to talk about um, NC State being ranked number 13th and beating East Carolina by one only well, because, because they're, their kicker, their kicker, <laughs> probably someone literally, they needed to give him the suicide hotline. After the game. Oh my God. Missed an extra point and then missed the game winning field goal. I mean, it's rough. It doesn't get any worse than that. It doesn't get any worse than that. North Carolina state had the ball on the one and on the two first and goal. I believe both twice couldn't get in the end zone yeah, potential fatal alert potential we'll see how they play in week two um it was on the road but i mean still at the end of the day well, don't, don't worry about week two because they're playing charleston southern okay. they play texas tech in week three that's going to be the game to look at that is that is man texas tech's got a fucking brutal schedule to start they have a gauntlet yeah, <laughs> yeah jesus um but no uh yeah it, North Carolina State. I bet again these preseason top twenty-five teams. If you go look and look back at like other seasons, preseason top twenty-five, 
how many teams 11 to 25 actually end up in the top 25? Like I would be, I'm willing to bet like maybe more than half of those that are from like 11 to 25 aren't a top 25 team at the end of the season. So that, that, that's not surprised to me. Um, what is surprised to me? Go ahead, Trev. No, what surprised you? Um, I, you guys know I bet Florida money line last week. Uh, number seven, Utah lost to Florida. That was another thing. I think I'm not saying Florida is going to like win the SEC, but that quarterback is good. Anthony Richardson's a stud. Um, I don't know if you guys watched any of that game, but he I, had this, I had it up on the side. He had this one play where he like was basically dead to rights, sacked, pump faked, turned, spun around, spun out the defensive end, fucking rolled out to the right and threw a touchdown pass. I mean, the kid's athletic. They they gave him like a Cam Newton comparison, which I can see with a just a slightly better arm. Um, but that was one of my takeaways. I think he's gonna be fun to watch at Florida. Um, again, don't say not saying they're going to be amazing because they beat Utah, but you never know. I do still think Utah's good. Uh, they're not number seven. I still think Utah is a solid team. They're uh, Pac-12 um, contenders. I mean, that yeah, that's oh, almost like a sure. knock. Yeah, well, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> um, outside of that game, call me crazy, but I think Cincinnati is still very good. So is Arkansas, though. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, Cincinnati's not what they were last year. Arkansas's. Arkansas is good, but I don't think that they are contenders for anything. No one's contenders in the SEC. I mean, it, unless you're <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, you're not a contender. Like Cincinnati can easily win the American. They're in the American, right? I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Since so. he, I mean, I they, they, they played Arkansas pretty solid on Saturday. They are I was, moving I was to the Big 12. Big 12, yes. Yeah. What's and, left of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No shit. Facts. I didn't watch any of that game, though. Didn't watch any of it. But I saw I that they were close the entire time, pretty much. I watched a little bit of it. I have one more take, and I'll let Ethan say what else, it was, what else he has to say. He mentioned Notre Dame and their coach, Brian Kelly, is going to set LSU back five years. <laughs> I think he's going to lose a lot of scholarship players at the end of this season due to, to, to the transfer portal. Like two of their big stud players basically scrubbed all mentions of LSU on their Instagram page after the game last night. I mean – Florida State is not good. Uh, they should have blown them out of the water, especially that game being at the Superdome. Like, you got to, you got to, you got to have your team pumped up to play for that. And that dude's a freaking cornball, and there's no one that's going to want to play for him in the SEC anyway. He's like a, he's like very, not fair weather, but at the same time, yes, like he'll support his players before the game if they're doing good. But then at halftime, he's like, yeah, we didn't really do anything right there. Hey, you guys, see that, see that bus over there? I'm going to toss you underneath of it real quick. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he did. He's like, I, he was like, I know it's my first year here. I don't really know how they are, but that was, they couldn't have played any worse. I was like, nice. <laughs> like, that's kind of on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, sure. I thought that was other, a stupid hire in the first place. Yeah. yeah. It was. The only other thing that uh, I had to say was just that Illinois proved me right this weekend in a very late fashionable way. I, it was definitely a backdoor cover uh, or not backdoor cover because Indiana won by three. No, but, no, 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 no. It, Indiana, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. There's not even three eyes in Indiana. And they had For those three of you eyes don't know what shirt. we're talking about. The uh, oh. student section of Indiana had body painted and there was three different eyes in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. It was well out of order. 
It was like ended Virginia. Uh, Illinois quarterback DeVito, the transfer from Syracuse, is solid though. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just they did exactly what I thought they were going to do, and they they fell apart at the end, and they couldn't they couldn't hold themselves together because I've seen it all too often. It was closer than I honestly thought it would be. I really thought Indiana might win that game by a touchdown, ten points. Um, so to win it by three and to get it right there at the end um, was shocking to me. I was glad that it covered, but uh, we'll see what happens. And then I'll, if you guys want to talk about your lock last week, and we can get into that a little bit more with Houston, that was a performance I'll, I'll, for the ages. That's rough. That's rough. I'm not I'll saying say. UTEP's a bad team, but if you are ranked – and it was UTSA. Houston. It was UTSA. 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 Yeah, UTSA. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. UTSA. I'm not saying they're a bad team because they were really good last year and they're still a pretty solid team. But if you're Houston, you're ranked 24th in the country. You have your returning quarterback and you know you are what you are with their head coach. You've got to win that fucking game by I'll more say, than two points. Yeah, they have Dana, whatever, Dana Holgram, Holgrenson or however, however he's been there forever. Solid coach. Yeah. I don't want to dive too much into Houston – that spoils anything when I have an indigenous digest. They play a pretty, they got a pretty tough matchup this week, um, which I'll talk about more then. Very disappointed. Um, yeah, don't don't want to dive into it too much though. Yeah, they uh, they they let me down a lot. Or is it on the contrary? UTSA is just that good again. We'll see, man. I mean, they looked they look pretty freaking solid. Uh, I will. They just say never. That. Here's the thing about UTSA and what makes them a scary team for anybody that's to play them. A uh, small school, they're scrappy. They never go away. Feels like you could be up by ten points and they're still in it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're never. You never feel like you're going to actually bury bury the hatchet with them. They're always going to be there, be there, just like that little brother that's just like annoys a shit of you and constantly just pokes and prods until they until they get what they want. So, what are you yeah. trying to say, Jarrett? Uh, yeah, you get, you get what I'm saying. What are you, what are you trying to say about little brothers? Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, week one outside of myself sucking, I'm sure it was fun for everybody else. The games were fun. All the games that were really close. I had money on. It just swung the other way for me. Whatever. Week, here's makes, the thing. It makes week, fun football. Week one's always fun. There's a few fun games in week two, but then you have those blowout matchups in week two, week three, because everyone schedules those cupcakes and then it gets really, really fun again in week four whenever the conference games really, really pick up. So, so am, am I crazy to think of it this way? All right. If, if I have money on a game, I think I would much rather it be super close and down to the wire than a blowout. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In absolutely. My way. Like, I think I'd rather have a game come down to like a one possession game and me, like, me risking winning or losing. Or them blowing them out and me winning. That makes the whole. That's the whole fun of it. I mean, it's fun exactly. to just be like, hey, I bet on the team minus three, and they're up by fucking forty-five points in the in the third quarter. Like, okay, cool, that's an automatic lock. I don't have to worry about that. But that's like you said, like that. There's it's different fun. Like you have different fun with it, I guess. Like mm-hmm. the scenario I just described to you, like fuck yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I hammer this team minus three, and they're running by forty-five points in the third quarter. I'm a genius. Or the other way, it's like. Okay, I bet on this team, and they're fucking back and forth with this other team. I want to watch this. I want to watch every possession. I want to be in throw with it. I want to put my phone away. I don't want to touch it. Uh, that's something I'm going to try to do. I don't know about you guys. I'm very, was, very bad. Houston Tulsa Liberty for me this week. Like I didn't. I wasn't on my phone once. I was fucking locked into those games, and I lost the ball. 
I still got to be better about just putting my fucking phone away because I always like scroll on Twitter and shit on timeouts and stuff. But different, different situation. But I was this close to missing that Leon Edwards head kick on Kamar Usman because of that reason. Really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, this fight's over. And then I looked up right before he did it. I was too. I was like brushing my teeth, watching it, like finishing up, watching on my phone, getting ready for bed. And I was don't say you're brushing your teeth. He said you were on the toilet. What? No, I was brushing my teeth. Brushing. You said you were on the shitter. Oh, whatever. It's still the same thing. I was on the shitter. You're right. I was on the shitter. I I had it. I had it because I had. I was on Twitter on the shitter, and I had it like in the little tiny corner screen up on your phone, like when you like pull ESPN away. And I that's how that's how I watched Leon Edwards head kick. Again, side note before we jump into Degeneres Digest. Do you see someone like there's a picture of uh, Usman and GSP at the fights this past weekend in Paris, like side by side? And they're like two of the greatest both weights of all time. And someone photoshopped Usman's head to have a dent in it where Leon Edwards kicked him. Oh my God. I'm like, what's wrong oh with this photo? God. And I was like, oh, okay. Side note, <laughs> I do hate Kamar Usman still. But if you go listen to uh, Joe Rogan's MMA show most recently with Kamar Usman, you will dislike him a lot less. So hmm. for those of you who hate him, maybe go listen to it. He's kind of a semi-okay guy. Yeah. Um, outside of MMA, let's dive into this week's extended period of Degenerates Di- Holy shit. Degenerates <laughs> Digest. We are going to give our picks but also talk about some of our picks that we're not necessarily going to wager on. So let's start off with those because of NFL week one is here. For those of you who know in previous years, we did, we, we gambled and put actual our units on every single primetime game. We're not going to do that this year. We will talk about them and give our official picks, but not necessarily count against our units because we don't want to force picks. I will probably end up betting on them, but, yeah, unless they are in our 10 units, which I have one yeah, primetime game. Yeah. I do not. I will go ahead and spoil mine. I do not have any in mine. Ethan? I do. I have one. Yeah, I have one as right. well. Let's dive into the first game then, Thursday Night Football. By the way, we didn't even mention that we recorded this tonight early because we're busier, but it gives you a longer time to listen to this. Thursday Night Football, Bills at Rams. Bills are minus two and a half point favorites. Rams are over. Or Rams are. The total is over under 53. What do you guys think about this matchup? I think the Bills are getting a little too much love. Thank you. They are getting way too much love, in my opinion. Uh, Ethan, is this your primetime play? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. 
With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. It is not. You can go ahead and talk about yours if it is. This is one of my, this is my, this is a, my primetime play. I love the Rams money line plus 115. I don't love, unit. I don't love it personally, but how can you not? I mean, listen, everyone acts like, and that's what Travis was saying. Like they're getting a little too much love there. Everyone's acting like the bills are God's gift to earth. Like I hate the fact that they're getting so much love and they're the preseason Super Bowl betting favorites. I get it, but they haven't even won an eight. They haven't even been to the Super Bowl yet. Like what, are, what are we doing here? And uh, the Rams literally return damn near everyone from their team last year. They're missing Andrew Whitworth, old ass Andrew Andrew Whitworth, OBJ, which they got fucking what's his nuts from Chicago, and they lost Von Miller. Now I know Von Miller went Robert to the Bills. Woods. They did lose Robert Woods, uh, but they replaced him with Allen Robinson. So I think that that's comparable. Um, but they also they lost Von Miller even. So they literally lost four starters. Um, I just think this is too much. Plus, spoiler alert, not spoiler alert, but uh, kind of like tidbit nugget fact, McVay is 5-0 and in season openers So, since being a head coach. 5-0 and like record-wise or against the spread? Record-wise and all the spreads, the games, if unless he was uh, like 14-point favorites, then he covered them all because there were blowouts. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just going to look at this game. It's very easy to look at it and just be like, oh, I'm taking the Bills. But then you're like, you're in L.A. Yeah, coming off. I would imagine, are they getting their rings? Is there a ring ceremony or did they already get them? They've already gotten them, but I'm sure they'll have like a, some kind of big celebration thing prior to the game. So you're having that. Um, it, I mean, it's just a lot to be two and a half point favorites on the road against a team who just won the Super Bowl. I like I like the Rams plus two and a half. Jarrett likes a money line. Whatever one whatever one you want to take, I think is fine. If you don't feel like getting burnt on the two and a half or on the money line, take them two and a half. But I can't see taking the Bills here personally. I'm gonna respectfully disagree with both of you. <laughs> um I think this might be our first uh conflicting picks of the season so far since it college, will right? it will not be the last travis and i had it all the time yeah and and that's that's what makes it fun right um the the only reason that i disagree i could see it going either way i'm there's a reason i stayed away from it betting wise is because i could see either team winning this but i think that bill's defense looks real solid this year and i think super bowl hangover is real like i that's that's just my only two reasons for week one had these teams played in week seven or eight maybe i could see this going a different way and me me maybe me leaning more rams i'm not necessarily saying you know hammer bills but i am leaning bills for those two reasons i think just as a counterpoint to the same point you made if they do have some sort of celebration ceremony ring ceremony whatever um could be more of a super bowl hangover distraction you know jumping on the field you 
you've got still got those feelings from last year, um, not as prepared as you might feel like you need to be. I mean, Aaron Donald was throwing helmets at people in practice. Um, so I, you could all these things kind of add up, and you could see the Rams coming out flat, or at least I could. So that's that's just kind of my reasoning behind it. I'm staying away from it. But if it were like Rams minus like three and a half or four and a half, I could see that. But the fact that they're dogs at home. I, th- I just think that that's too much to pass on. Jarrett, you said their money line. That was an official pick of yours. Plus one fifteen, one unit. Yep, yep. I did it last week. Took a small money line dog last week. It paid off for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just the McVay being five and zero in season openers. I mean, that's 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 tough. To, that's tough to overlook. And like Travis said, especially. I mean, Buffalo to LA is not an easy flight. That is a fucking long flight. <laughs> um, and while the Bills do have a ton of talent, I don't know. And I'd love to see the Bills start out the season 0-1 and, and the Dolphins be in first place come week two, you know? So I'd love to see that. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> um, so we got that. That is Thursday night football. We have got Sunday night football up next. Bucks at Cowboys. Bucks one and a half point favorites. Over under is 50. A lot of speculation going into this game with Tom Brady looking the way he has in his press conferences, seeming like he's like kind of got football on the back burner, other things he's looking on. Do you want to look too much into that, or are we overpassing that and just going straight into the Tom Brady? This is football. Oh, I'm, I don't. I'm looking into that, and I'm yep. and I'm hammering it even further. This is my prime time pick, um, and my prime time pick is Cowboys money line. Um, it's plus 105. I'm going to put a unit on it because one, I like this Cowboys offense a lot, even with some of their lost pieces. Me and Trevor actually just talking about this a little bit ago when I was doing a fantasy football draft and I felt a little unsure of myself, but the more I look at it, the offense looks good. I think the defense will be improved. I don't know if they'll necessarily be good, but they will be improved. And then on the flip side of that, I just, I've said it year after year and I'm wrong every time. I feel like I'm going to be right this year. People can call me crazy. This is the year Tom Brady shows that he's old. Like the, the dude is 45. He took some time away from football for some mysterious reasons for 11 days. He's old as shit. Let's hear it. <laughs> so my father-in-law sent me an article from the daily mail. I think it was apparently Giselle is like pissed that he unretired and came back to football. Like she was like, wanted him to retire and like start and like start focusing on their family. And she's pissed. She actually left their house in Tampa Bay. Did she lock him in a dungeon with no food and water before she did that or what? I don't know, but she like moved, she like moved out, took the kids with her. And like, that's why I had to step away to go figure out his like personal family issues apparently. So total speculation. And like I said, it was daily mail, but I mean, that's like the first thing I saw that has any indication on why he stepped away. But my thing too, is just that he doesn't look very good this year, at least physically. Like I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm, you know, being totally honest. I haven't seen him throw a football. Like I'm not sitting there watching practice or camp, but um, he, he just doesn't look good. Like in his face, he looks like he's definitely dealing with something to that press conference. You I can just like tell. Chinks, his cheeks are like sunken, sunken in. in. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Bad. tone of his voice just was different in this press conference. than I feel like some previous uh, preseason press conferences, like you can, you can tell that he's got some shit going on. He doesn't have Gronk, which I know, like, you know, isn't a big deal on the field. But I think that, like, having that that friendship and him not being in that uh, locker room either can also play a factor. I just think that he's he's finally at that point. I think this is the year. We've said it for five years, but this is the year 
where he's going to show that he's old. He has to at some point. He can't play until he's 50. At least I don't think so. Not a good look for the whole TB12 diet buy-in. No, (laughs) but what I will say is the exact reason why you guys didn't bet on the Bills-Rams is the reason why this was an official pick on my card. Um, It scares me. It does scare me. I like – what's the under, Travis? 50. I like the under. I think both teams have a solid defense. Um, But both teams also have a solid offense. Yeah, but if Tom Brady took a, took a break from football, I mean, you you know, Trev, Trevon Diggs can get burnt, but I mean, Mike Evans is like not a super big like seventy yard touchdown deep threat. Um, I don't know, like if I had, if you're like, hey, Jared, pick a, pick a spot side in this game. I'm not touching the spread at all. It's too close with two teams that I think are there's a lot of unknowns about. The Cowboys lost Amari Cooper. You know, is Zeke when is Zeke is he ever going to return back to form? What is Tom Brady going to look like? Um, what is the Cowboys defense going to look like? You know, is Trevon Diggs going to have be a ball hawk again in year two, or is he just going to be known as a toaster from now on? Like that's that's like the questions I'm asking myself, um, which is why you know, week one jitters, Sunday night football. I think like the Sunday night football games week one are always stinkers. Um, so I'm going with the under a fifty if I had to pick. Not an official pick on my card, but that's what I'd go. Yeah, with. if I had to pick, which I probably will end up picking and betting on it, I say, I say that yeah. I say it's like, oh, we'll see what I do on Sunday. But if I'm up, I'm going to bet on it. If I'm down, I'm going to bet on it. So what the fuck am I saying? Boys, boys, let's let, let's tease the under in the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean. But you're crossing zero. You are crossing no, the no, threshold. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, are they plus? The Bucks are one and a half. So it's yeah, yeah. plus eight and a half yeah. under 57. It's not a bad yeah. tease. No. It's not a bad tease. I'm Don't still taking a money line for my official pick, but um, – all right. Just because I'm, I'm feeling. Hey, let's I let's just, put our we'll let's put our official picks in a spreadsheet this week for me, can we? <laughs> so I'm not jumping around the, the next day <laughs> trying to figure out what I did. Yeah, and share with me. Yeah. I got a I got a Google yeah. I got a Google Doc I'll, so I can just drop them in there. Both of you guys have faster internet. I don't know if Ethan has two screens or if either of you have two screens right now. Pop pop open a Google Sheet and make one for us real quick so we can throw our picks in there. Um, also, that makes it easier for us to go back and look and bet on them later in the week. Uh, cool. Great. Love that for us. Monday Night Football. Weird, weird game. Would have been really cool if Pete Carroll wasn't a fuckhead, but yeah, fuck that guy. Broncos minus six at Seahawks over under 43 I don't know why I didn't make this official pick because now that I'm thinking about it, I love it even more. Unfortunately, the wrong way that I would have been rooting for it. Yeah, I mean it's too easy. I mean the, it's it's. I almost made this an official pick. This is like I have two honorable mention picks that was almost made my card. This is one of them. It's Bronco. I mean it's Broncos minus six. I don't I know mean, how you can't. You know, I mean, Smith. yeah. Come on, it's. I don't even have anything to add. Like I, it's it to me. It's a no brainer. Like you're right. It had it been Drew Locke, I'm not saying that the outcome would have been any different. It just would have been, I think, a more interesting matchup for one with the two, the quarterback swap. Um, a lot of prove like prove me wrong for Drew Locke had this been a game like, hey, look what you let go. And obviously they got Russell Wilson, so they're probably like, I don't care. But um, he would have had like a prove me wrong game, and I think that it could have made this game way more entertaining. But instead, it's Geno Smith. I'm not a believer. Um, just can't see it. I mean, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Drew Locke is not a you know top twenty quarterback in the NFL. 
for me, the potential is there. The threat is there. He, he like just provides a lot more spark to the offense. He will turn the ball over. Yes. But you're looking at Geno Smith and he's about as boring as can be. Like he's a guy that's going to win you probably five or six games. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's about it. And he's not. And I don't know if that's what they want. Any next level. Because they're trying to tank for a quarterback. Like, I don't know if that's the plan in Pete Carroll's mind or the front office's mind. But yeah, my, my, I think my biggest argument, we say it all the time, is Geno Smith has already tried to prove himself in the NFL. I don't think Drew Locke has gotten the chance to do so yet. People can disagree like all you, they want. The, ups, I just the don't upside, don't get me wrong, the downside is probably more with Drew Locke, but the upside is a lot more than Geno Smith. Higher ceiling, lower floor. You're absolutely right. But I think either way, it's worth the risk. If, you've got, if you're if you in a year, a rebuilding year anyways, as the Seahawks, and you're like, you know, we either tank for a QB or we give this guy a shot. We traded him, traded for him for a reason. And we traded away Russ for a reason. Why are you giving him that shot? You just, you traded Russ yeah, for a backup QB. That's what you did. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Hopefully he gets some starts this year. Uh, Sooner rather than later would be great. But, yeah, I think we're all in consensus here. Broncos minus Sorry. six is the clear pick. Is it? Is it too obvious, though? Is it too obvious? We'll no, see. but because there's there's some games in week one, I think, where you overthink it, and this is one of those ones you just don't overthink. Like, I think you can over – I think of the, of the three primetime games, you can overthink the hell out of both Thursday and Sunday night. I don't think you can overthink this one. I really don't think you can. You can't overthink this one, and none of us made an official pick. Love that for all of us. Well, yeah, I don't want them to win because that's one step closer to an ass tat. So, hey, you have you need eleven steps to an ass tat, okay? But one step at a time. One step at a time. All right. Um, before we head into all of our official picks, we're gonna throw in a prop bet for the NFL this week. This is what Jarrett wanted us to do. Jarrett, we're gonna gonna do do that. What do you got? I'm going to take this way. We're going to do this every week. So we like we change up the DeGeneres Digest. We're each getting 10 units. Um, we're also going to do a prop of the week. My prop of the week, it's revenge prop Does this of the count week. towards our 10 units or no? We can. No, I, no, no. I no, no. It, no. It, it, it could be an additional if you wanted to. Or we can just – Okay, use, okay, no. Or on just, the, on it the could sheet, be that, and if it hits, then cool. On, yeah, on the sheet I created, Travis, let's keep track of all of our props and see how they're doing like – collectively between three of us because there's only three each week um i like mine it's uh i guess i typed this in a hurry i typed in bakery mayfield but it's uh yeah <laughs> it's a uh, baker mayfield's over uh, on passing yards baker mayfield over 219 and a half passing yards minus 120 i like to i like to set two units um i know the cleveland browns defense is still solid but this is a baker revenge game um I see them mixing in a lot of DJ Moore. I see them doing a lot of like dumps to CMC out of the backfield. I see the Panthers winning this game. Um, so I like Baker's over on passing yards at 219 at minus 120. Let's go. Let's go, Bakery. 
Bakery Mayfield. Bakery Mayfield. Bakery Mayfield. All right, Ethan, what do you yep. got? Mine's pretty straightforward. Um, don't really have a ton to say about it. It's A.J. Dillon, anytime touchdown score, at plus 135. I think this game against the Vikings is going to invite a lot of goal line opportunities. I can just see this being a, you're pounding the ball, chipping away down the field. Um, Minnesota's uh, defense is a little bit revitalized this year. Um, they have Zadarius Smith. They added Shandon Sullivan. Um, they did lose a few pieces as well, but I think that the Packers, in order to move the ball, especially without Devontae Adams, are going to have to chip away. I think this is going to provide a lot of red zone inside the 10 opportunities, and I think A.J. Dillon is going to have an opportunity in this game to at least get a rush inside the five where he has the opportunity to get it across the goal line. He's going to get a lot more work than people think. I've been high on him this entire year. I love Aaron Jones, but I just they've been slowly incorporating A.J. Dillon more and more, and I think this is the year where he's probably going to end up getting more carries than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones will get a lot of work as out of the passing game, but A.J. Dillon is is going to score a touchdown this week, so plus 135. All right. I like that. Have it. Uh, one unit? One unit. We're not putting it in our uh, right. picks, right? Sounds- or did we decide? No, we're gonna we're gonna keep track. We're just gonna add and see like what we are total between the three of us, um, collectively. So this is one that we can work on together. Mine, I'm really, really, really back and forth between which one I want to do, but it's between the same player. So Hmm. I'm gonna go out on the limb and do one where I think he'll get more of, and that is touches. It is Alvin Kamara over sixty and a half rushing yards. Seems pretty easy. Minus 120. They're playing the Falcons. His is between that or his receiving yards of 29 and a half with Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, um, and Jameis Winston being the air out guy he is. I'm not sure if he'll look to dump it off into the flats, but he Alvin Kamara is still going to get the touches, of course. Going against the Falcons, I think that they're going to, they're obviously, we all agree they're a bad team. 60 and a half rushing yards, minus 120, and I got two units on that because I think that is a pretty solid lock for me. Alrighty, let's do it. So there's the two Drunk Brothers props this week. Baker Mayfield over 219 and a half passing yards. AJ Dillon anytime touchdown touchdown score. And then Alvin Kamara over 16 and a half rushing yards. Yes, sir. Did did I did I get that right? AJ Dillon anytime touchdown score? Yeah, it was just funny because you said anytime touch time score. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. I was like, oh, I what was the odds on that? Plus one thirty-five. All right, I like nice. it. I like it. We got five units on those. Those are our props. We're not going to put out any more officially because we'll get fucked. Maybe we'll maybe we'll bet <laughs> some side. You can look for them. But without that being said, or with that being said, rather, um, had a lot to drink tonight, but that's fine. Monday night, Labor Day. Woohoo. Um, let's roll into our 10 unit picks of the week. We will go in order from first to last. So, Ethan, chronologically, Ethan, (laughs) this time, give us your picks. All right. My first pick of the weekend it is a Saturday noon game. It well, yeah, we're all gonna have. I think one game for sure because we're homers. Um, 
Do we just want to start with that one? Get it out of the way. I got Mizzou plus start the Mizzou K State game. <laughs> yeah, Mizzou K State because because I am down four something units. I'm not doing them money line on the pod, but I am doing them plus eight and a half, and I'm doing two units on it. That is my two unit bet. I have two two unit bets this week. Um, Mizzou plus eight and a half was one of them. I saw it at plus eight. I saw it at plus seven and a half. Wherever you can get it, I'll just call it eight and a half because that's that's what we're going to say. It's Monday night when we're recording on Labor Day. Lock it in early. We always tell you guys to lock it in early. Um, like I said, the line's already moving. Um, I just think Mizzou, if they can pound the rock like they did last Thursday against against Louisiana Tech, if they can do the same thing to Kansas State, I think they win this. I think they win this game, and the the eight and a half is just a bonus for me. So. Yeah, I've got one big reason, and that big reason is that Mizzou's run defense looked phenomenal last week, and I get it's LA Tech, but their run D looked phenomenal. Kansas State's passing was abysmal. Adrian Martinez, I said, oh, they got Adrian Martinez, grad transfer from Nebraska. You know, he's experienced. He's probably going to look pretty good. Dude looked horrendous against or in that game. So if they can't throw the ball and Mizzou can stop the run, I, I don't see how they, they lose this game. I mean, or at least lose by more than eight and a half points. Yeah, I don't disagree. Oh, I so how many <laughs> units you got on that one, E? I got two on it. So we got a six-unit mega, six mega goat whale. We're either going to win hard or lose <laughs> our asses. So, Yeah. Hey, I like it. I like it. We got all three of us on it. Consensus pick. That's great. So that is all one of our picks. So Ethan, let's roll into your next pick. <laughs> that is a two drunk brother special is what we'll call that right there. Um, pick number two is also a Saturday noon game. I believe Travis has this game as well. So I won't take too many talking points and let him take more um, if he would like, but it's UTSA minus one and a half. Um, they look at minus two. So I'll take one and a half. Yeah, the last I checked, who they, it was one and who do they Who do they play? They Army play at home. Army, who is not good. Um, I'm a, I'm just gonna say it out loud before I get into some of my future picks. I am apparently very anti-American this weekend, um, so we'll just start with that. But UTSA minus one and a half against Army. I thought they looked pretty good against Houston, and now whether or not it's still early to tell that whether. We think it's because Houston isn't as good as we thought they were, or if UTSA is still better than we thought they were. Again, they did start out 9-0 last season, so they've got a pretty good team. And Army, I just don't think, is a good team. I think UTSA will jump out there. They'll put a lot of points on the board against Army, and Army's not going to put a ton of points up on the board. So the fact that it's 1.5 on the road, whatever, doesn't matter to me. 1.5 I think was an easy one. I've only got a unit on it, but still. I have two. I have two units on it. Uh, like I said last week, against a solid team, it's easy to stop the triple option. If you have a good coach and a solid defense, you're going to be able to stop what Army is throwing at you. Coastal Carolina, it took them a little bit to figure it out. They were they kind of struggled, went back and forth, but ultimately figured it out and kind of you know took took the game away from them in the late in the second half. I think it's going to be kind of the same here. If not, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Stopping them early on and it's just going to be a low scoring game, but UTSA minus one and a half minus two. I love it. They should be one to know. They almost beat a ranked Houston team last week. So taking down army at home should not be any trouble at all. Hopefully. Alrighty. All right, boys, you convinced me. That's not on my on my card, but I like it. <laughs> um, so we've already actually talked about two of my official plays. I remember I got Rams money line uh, at one unit, and I got Mizzou plus eight and a half at two units. So I'm going to roll into my next game. It's Saturday at 2.30 Central. It's Tennessee at, at Pitt. Um, Ethan took the opposite of Pitt last week. I'm actually going to ride with the Panthers this week. Um, the Panthers are getting six and a half points at home against a Tennessee team that I don't think is very good. I talk about another team that I can't fucking stand the preseason hype they get. It's Notre Dame and Tennessee every single year. Um, thankfully, Tennessee's not ranked this year. Um, I think Pitt looked pretty good last week. They won by a touchdown against West Virginia at home. Um, I think they can easily cover the six and a half here. So Pitt plus six and a half at home against Tennessee Saturday at two thirty at one unit. Not much more reason, just that I think they that I think they look good and. You know, getting a touchdown at home isn't isn't, isn't a bad thing. No, I, Plus six I uh, and a half? was on the fence. Yeah, yeah, six and a half. I was on the fence about it. I was this is another one I was talking to Travis about earlier. We were talking about like, this earlier. Yeah, man, I was like six and a half Tennessee SEC program. Pitt won last week, yes, but uh, they didn't cover. It was the same exact spread, almost just a point difference. I was like, do I want to take Tennessee? I stayed away from it because I wasn't confident in the pick and. I don't hate. I don't hate that pick either. It could easily be pit. It could. It could be pit by seven. It could be pit by twenty-one. Like I. I don't know. So. Yeah, but pits pits the dogs though. They're plus right. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah like yeah, so, they yeah. could they could easily win this game by seven. Yeah, I think so too. So, that's why I like it. One unit though. One unit, Johnson. Brendan Hooker, quarterback for Tennessee, makes me a little nervous. He is very solid. Um, He's a bomb. <laughs> We'll find out who the true Tennessee is this weekend, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I don't mind that pick. I just don't have it on my slate. Uh, so, me and Ethan technically both had the same picks, one and two. Ethan, who you got for your third pick? 
Trav, because I already had my uh, Cowboys pick. I'll let you go first. Yeah, because so me and Ethan have both given out already three picks. Oh, yeah, I guess, yes, that is true. My next pick, I believe, let me see the exact time of it. and pull it up for you guys. It is Saturday at 2.30 p.m. as well, so we're kind of going in chronological order. It is App State at Texas A&M, and I am taking the over of 53 and a half points. Um, we saw... We saw what uh, what happened with App State last weekend, right? There was like 60 points scored in the fourth. Regardless of that, you take away the fourth quarter and the over would have hit already in what they have right now for this game. Yes, it is Texas A&M. They do have a solid defense. I think that they will put up enough points on their end to hit a majority of this over, and App State will also put up I think every bit of 20 points. So all a and is going to need to do is put up about 30, uh, over 53 and a half, one unit on App State, Texas A&M. I mean, they just got to score half the fucking points that were in the App State game last week and you're good. So yep, they just got to score the points that were scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that pick. Like, I like your, I caught the end of it because I had to grab beer, but I like how you said, I think Texas A&M could put up enough points. A lot of people think Texas A&M is like a national championship team. I don't see it, but they always uh, think they are. Yeah, but they can still score. They still score a lot. Jimbo Fisher's Jimbo Fisher's still there, right? Yeah, I mean they okay. just they won thirty-one nothing versus Sam Houston State. So I think App State is going to be able to put up points. They have they have a good enough team. I think they put up seventeen, twenty-one, maybe even a little bit more. I mean, it's but very steamrolling. Very similar to the over I took last week. I remember I took the Memphis Mississippi State over, and most of that was Mississippi State, but Memphis contributed a little bit here and there. It's kind of what I see in this game, too. Yeah, exactly. So, got that for one unit. Um, so, we each have three units apiece now. Ethan, I have rolling four. your next one. I have four units. <clears throat> I mean, four. I mean, I meant three picks apiece. So. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, my next so pick is a stat. Either way. Yeah. My next pick is a uh, Saturday 3.30 game. Well, 2.30, I guess, Central, for those of you living in the Midwest. Um, It is another unpatriotic game on my half. It is Memphis versus Navy. Um, Because I said unpatriotic, you can imagine which way I am leaning. The spread is 6.5 Memphis. I'm going to go Memphis minus 6.5 here. Um, Navy played Delaware last week, and they lost 14-7. to Um, Couldn't score. They played decent defense but they played a delaware team um and then turn around and memphis lost 49 to 23 to mississippi state mississippi state a much better team than delaware um memphis was still able to score they did lose obviously both teams are 0 and 1 but the fact that the spread's only six and a half here was was too much for me to overlook i think memphis could run away with this game even on the road um, Navy just doesn't strike me as, as a quality team. And so I'm going to, I'm going to ride with Memphis here with the Tigers at minus six and a half, just one unit, but, um, riding with the team. Also that Memphis Mississippi state game was really weird. Cause there was like a weather delay for like, I think almost there was, hours. yeah, it was a long time. So like, that's, that's going to mess up a sophomore quarterback that Memphis is sophomore quarterback and mess them up. So I like that pick a lot. It was on my radar. Didn't put on my pick sheet, but I like it. <laughs> All right. You want me to go next in? You want me to go next in, Travis? Yeah, you got my audio is cutting in out like a motherfucker, so go next. You're good. Uh, so my next game is a 3 p.m. game on Saturday. 
Um, it is Houston at Texas Tech. Remember, I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. Um, we picked Houston last week to cover against UTSA. They didn't do it. Uh, Texas Tech is getting three points at home. I'm taking the the Red Raiders. Uh, Texas Tech minus minus three for me at just that one unit. Uh, point blank period. It's a revenge pick for me. Um, <laughs> here's my thing. Tech knows how to sling the rock. They know how to point up, put up points in a hurry quickly. And Houston started out so slow last week. If they do that again this week against Tech, they're going to be down big early, and that's not a good recipe to coming back and winning. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I think Tech gets up early. Houston might battle back a little bit, but Tech's going to control this game from the start, never let go of it. So Red Raiders minus three at one unit for me against Houston. Perfect. Nothing wrong with an, a good old revenge pick. Um, I don't hate I had, it. Yeah, I, just I had that on get to like my Houston, list. So. I had that yep. on my list of like eyeballs. Um, I just think before I actually like make that an official pick, I'll probably end up telling you. But before I make an official pick, I'll need to see a little bit more out of Texas Tech, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, I was no, just going to say that. I have not really watched either. I didn't get to watch much much of that Houston game outside of late fourth quarter overtime, so I don't have an opinion one way or another, but I, I am always a fan of a good old revenge pick. So, All right. My next pick, and I may hate myself for it, but I think it might be one that a lot of people overlook from, the, from week one. Uh, it is Saturday at 3 o'clock Central. Iowa State at Iowa. Big game. Uh Iowa three and a half point favorites at home. You're going to come back and say, Travis, I will, I will beat South Dakota state seven to three. That's okay. That's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to take Iowa state. You could also look at the contrary. If you're from Missouri and see that Iowa state didn't really handle SEMA more than what they should have. They beat them 42, 10, but they're not even, uh, it's all that matters. <laughs> they beat him by four possessions. It's SEMA. It is literally SEMA. It is like it is hardly a step up from a high school team. I'm pretty sure Mizzou, the year we played SEMA, we beat him like 59 nothing. So no, it was it was worse than that. I'm pretty sure we scored 70. We yeah, were at we were exactly. at fucking uh what's that wing place just down CJ's the quad. Yeah, we were at TJ's for that. CJ's no CJ's CJ's wings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and Iowa state is a team that lost a lot. They, they were looked to not be very good this year. Uh, Going, going into Iowa and then beating them is going to be a task on its own. I'm going to take Iowa minus three and a half and put a unit on it. The half. Can I kind of be honest with you? The three and a half scares me. The half does. I don't think it, it should be too much. (laughs) Um, i i actually like that pick a lot because the reason that i like that pick a lot is iowa's defense yeah they only beat south dakota state seven to three and that game was messy and it was mostly just messy on iowa's offensive game their defense looked real good and it wasn't because south dakota was making mistakes or anything like that iowa's defense just looked really good yes not a great team south dakota state isn't but uh, the fact that it looked as good as it did, Iowa State, I think they can come out and they can also shut down Iowa State's offense. And if they can just figure out how to score, 
they they could win this game by two scores. What's the under in that game? That's what that's I'm a great by. question. The under in that game, forty four and a half. Player. I bet if I had to, if I'm betting man, forty four and a half, which I am betting. That's, that's what a, I'm saying. That's you know, um, we were talking about highlights from this past week, and I this is one I totally forgot to mention. That was the worst game I have ever watched in my entire life. And I, I watched the entire second half because I saw the score at halftime and I was like, I got to figure out what the fuck's going on. Whose the line is it anyway? Ethan, over under. <sighs> I'm saying 44 and a half. I'm, I'm going like 44 and a half. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That's what I just said. You can't oh, say you said 44 and a half? I thought you said 45 and a half. No. Sorry. Couldn't hear you. I'm going to. Okay, fine then. I'll go 47 and a half to be different. That's 41 and a half. Oh, oh my God. Away. Never never mind. <laughs> Stay away from that. Um, Wrong. But no, that, that game was just bad, boys. It was so bad. The fact that nobody scored a touchdown in that game is bad. Rough. It yeah. was bad. Yeah, I mean, Nothing you can't not to score a touchdown. Um, all right, we've all got four picks now. We do have four picks. I have a lot of one-unit picks left. I have I have a total of eight this week, so. Ooh, I don't. So, so um, I guess. I also why don't have you eight. go? Why don't you go, Jarrett? Right, you guys I'll just go. skip me a turn. Skip a turn. Yeah, I, my, I have one more college game for the week. It's a late-night game, 9-15 on Saturday. Baylor at BYU. Travis is shaking his head. I'm taking Baylor on the points here, plus three and a half. Uh, I, how can you not? Uh, I'm doing it for one unit. Almost went money line here. The Bears. Um, Eat a dub. But, but yeah, I will, I'll, I'll lean the points to be safe because I love the three and a half because it means they lose by a field goal. I cover. Um, BYU went on the road. They did handle business last week. They beat a very, very bad Southern Florida team. Uh, Baylor is a whole different test. Baylor also beat them last year by 14 and granted Dallas in Waco. I know it's tough to play in Provo, but I think Baylor's the better team. I think their new coach is, is, is a solid guy. Um, so to get them, give them points against an inferior BYU team. I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, Baylor plus three and a half, one unit. Fucking hide your kids, hide your wives. The Baylor Bears are coming to town, baby. Hide all them wives, all seven of them. <laughs> um, I don't have this as a pick, but I have it on my sheet. I like Baylor plus three, so that's what I'm going with. Um, my next pick, Jarrett, you're going to like this one. It's Saturday night. Don't have a time for you. Don't feel like looking it up, but it is Saturday night. It's Oregon State at Fresno. Yes, Jake Hayner. Yes. Jake Hayner minus one, getting the points at home. I'm taking him, giving him a unit just because he's a stud. 
Dude, we gotta get we gotta try to get Jake Hanner on the podcast. Dude was a true freshman <laughs> last year. Was a baller, absolute fucking baller. I was, After, no, I think I thought he was a junior. Pretty sure he's a true freshman. I don't think he, I don't think he was that young. I don't think. Yeah, he, he was. was. I love that pick though. I saw it. I also had it on my radar. It's kind of crazy that we all are like, yeah. I looked at that a little bit. Um, you're right. He is 23. You're wrong. I was wrong. He's a senior now. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured he was a junior last year, but. Anyway, even better. The dude's ball. The dude's a baller. Oregon State. While yes, they did beat Boise State. Um, I think that's just they're not as good as what they used to be. Um, Fresno State at home. Give me them. Pretty much money line. I'm taking money line with a unit. All right. Easy enough. So we Uh, all have. Go ahead, E. I was just going to jump into my next pick, but you can recap what we have so far. I'll say, yeah, I, we, we, me and Travis both have five picks. Ethan has four. Ethan, do you have any more college picks? Because the rest of mine are NFL. Mine are all NFL as well. Travis? I have one more college pick. I'll Go dive into that then. Uh, it is also late on Saturday. Mississippi State, yeah, Arizona. Uh, Arizona beat San Diego State. I think that was more of a testament to how much worse San Diego State got. And then when you look on the contrary, Mississippi State fucking steamrolled Memphis, who's actually a solid team. Uh, year in, year out. Mississippi State, 10 and a half point favorites. I love it. Give me a, a unit on them. Did you say they're at home? They're at Arizona. It doesn't matter. No gotcha. one shows up to those games. <laughs> they're all they're getting all... drunk and banging chicks. Yeah. Well, all right. I don't That's hate it. I don't Easy like, enough. I don't, either. I don't hate it either. All right. I'll roll into the first uh, NFL pick of the weekend. For me, that is going to be the Ravens-Jets game. Um, Looked at this one a little bit. The line semi-scared me, but I couldn't stay away from it. I'm taking the Ravens minus six and a half over the Jets here. The the Jets just don't scare me, man. There's Zach Wilson didn't look good in preseason. Yes, they did get a little bit better, but I think the Ravens got better. I think they improved this offseason even with the loss of like Marquise Brown, a couple other pieces. Um, I think they got better on the defensive side of the ball. And I think if they can control that side of the ball, which they will, because Zach Wilson's not going to do anything. Um, they're going to score enough points to beat this team by a touchdown. Um, I don't care that it's on the road. That's just an easy drive up the Jersey turnpike. Fine by me. I think they'll win this game handily. And I think they'll win it by well more than seven points. One unit on it, but that's what I'm going with. That game scared me. I almost threw the Ravens my parlay, but that's just like, you know, I, I hate to hate this year, Ethan. That to me is going to be like, it could be this year's Packers Saints week one game. You're right with the Ravens winning 38-3. <laughs> no, I think, but I, I if, you, if you're like, if I'm looking at the paper wise, I'm like, I got to take the Ravens here. And that's why I didn't do it because it just seemed too obvious, but I don't hate it. They probably, I mean, I hope to God they do because I hate the Jets, but uh yeah, we'll see. I like it though. Yeah. I just I like couldn't it in any like way, time. shape, or form look at the Jets team and be like, "Oh, they've got this. They've got the Ravens in this area." Dude, yeah, everyone's they so don't. high on them. Everyone's so yeah. high on them. I don't know why. Even Not even high. the kicker, they they can't even beat the Ravens in the kicker because they got Justin Tucker. So. Well, no one can. So yeah. Well, that's true. Coaching is a leg up for the Ravens too. So yeah, yeah. don't hate. Like I said, I could see it going either way. I personally didn't have it on mine, but. Best of luck to you there with the with the touchdown. Touchdown is it six or six 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 and a half or seven? 
Six and a half is where okay. I saw. I, I liked it a little better. If it was seven, you know, it's push territory. Um, mine is a homer pick, but I love it. I've had my eye on this for probably about two months now. It's gone up, which I'm not a fan of, but I'm taking the Dolphins minus three at home on Sunday against the Pats. Um, it's at noon. I'm doing a unit and a half on it. Listen, the Finns have had the Pats number the last few years, especially since two has been the starting quarterback. They're four and one against the Pats, and the Pats have not won in South Beach since 2016. So that means they've been gone five years without winning a game in South Beach. Um, I think the Finns win this one easily by seven plus. So I love them at minus three at a unit and a half. Yep, I will probably bet that line. I don't have it on mine. My only, my single only NFL pick is going to be Browns at Panthers. Panthers minus two and a half with a unit on it. Uh, I think we all know the reason behind this. Baker Mayfield revenge game. CMC, I mean, people are people are overlooking this game. How are you only going to give them two and a half points versus what the Browns have to offer right now? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't get how you're going to do this at home. Panthers. Panthers should roll. Uh, if they lose, that's pretty embarrassing. But I'll take Baker and the Panthers minus two and a half. Is Jacoby Brissett the starting quarterback for the Browns? Yeah, I'm pretty Gotta sure. Be. Yikes! Well, I saw. I've, I've. I've seen enough Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett in my time playing for the Dolphins <laughs> to know that. Yeah, I think we all have quarterback. Yep. Travis, that's you said it's your only NFL bet this weekend. That is my only official NFL pick this weekend. Man, you loaded up on college after it kicked your ass this weekend, huh? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. I have six college picks, one NFL pick, and then a college football parlay. All right, I got uh, Ethan. I'll let you go. How many, how many, how many picks do you have, Ethan? Because I have a NFL straight and an NFL parlay. I got two left as well. I have an NFL straight and an NFL parlay as well. All right, so. I'll let you go first, then, E. Sweet. This is my lock of the week. Um, and I had a really hard time convincing myself that this wasn't the greatest pick of all time and that I shouldn't put 10 units on it. Um, it is the saints minus five and a half at the Falcons. And I don't care. doesn't scare me that they're on the road. doesn't scare me that Jameis Winston hasn't started in a year ish, less than a year, but, um, doesn't scare me that they lost some pieces. I don't care. I think that they win this game and I think that they steamroll the Falcons, I love Jameis Winston at quarterback. I think they've got really solid pieces in the wide receiver core. They still have Alvin Kamara. They got Mark Ingram back as a backup running back, which I think really works for my Alvin Kamara over 60 and a half rushing. yards. exactly. And I think their defense is stacked. So you put all those pieces together against a Falcons team that has uh, Marcus Mariota at quarterback, who I actually like Marcus Mariota a lot, but he's not a quarterback that I'd want starting my team. Um, lost a lot of pieces. You don't have the wide receivers you used to. You just lost Matt Ryan. Your team's kind of in shambles coming into week one. I, I think that this is the easiest win that the Saints are. They're going to do what they did to the Packers week one last year, and they're going to do it to the Falcons this year. So give me three units on that, uh, minus five and a half on the road against Falcons. Yeah, it's a good pick. I got the Saints. and The Saints are part of my parlay piece, so like that a lot. I think it's an easy dub for them. Um, my uh, next NFL straight is something I'm surprised Ethan didn't bet. Uh, it's the Packers minus one and a half against the Vikings at the at the Vikings. Technically, I got two units on this game. It's Sunday at three twenty-five. Listen, why is this spread so close? I don't. Again, much like 
a lot of teams why I don't understand the hype behind the Vikings. I don't get it. I don't care. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you have fucking Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. And you hired did they hire the offensive coordinator from LA for their for their new head coach? I think they did. Don't uh, care. Matt Eberflus? Is that who it is? No, Matt Eberflus is in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I don't know that. I don't fucking care. It's it's the it's the <laughs> offensive coordinator from LA. Uh, anyway, I don't care. His debut. Uh Packers lost. I get I get it, they lost Devonta Adams, but it's still Aaron Rodgers, the back to back MVP. And listen, I know they lost the opening weekend last year to New Orleans, but before that Rodgers had not lost an opening weekend game since 2014. So he'd won one 2015 to 2020, lost 2021. Then he bounced back this year. This seems like easy money. Packers minus one and a half at two units. Vikings yeah. don't scare me at all. So I'll give you I'll give you like two reasons why I think people are so low on the Packers. And I and you already hit on one, right? Like they lost Devontae Adams and suddenly people are like running around like the SpongeBob meme with the fire. <laughs> with their heads cut off. Like, what are we going to do now? Um... Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And I, I don't think that that's going to affect Rodgers a ton. It will because you lost one of the best wide receivers in the league, but he spreads the ball around enough. He's got good pieces in his running back core. He got Robert Tunyon back, who I still think is going to be a pretty high quality tight end for them. Um, one of the best pass or sorry, best run blockers in the game at the wide receiver position and Alan Lazard. And you get David Bakhtiari back as one of the best linemen in the league. Um, and then on the flip side, people are like, well, they also lost Zadarius Smith. Yeah, cool. We replaced him with Quay Walker, who's looked tremendous in camp, um, and a couple of other pieces on the defensive side. We just re-signed um, what's-his-face. Can't think of it off the top of my head because I've been drinking a little bit um, to a longer extension that we got from the Falcons last year. Um, but either way, defense looks solid. Our defense has probably looked better than it has in the last five, six years. Um, and you're right. You're playing the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. I stay away from it because I don't – I just personally, I don't like to bet on my teams. I try to stay away from it as much as I can. Maybe it's because I'm too scared. I don't know. But I yeah. typically stay away from it. But I love that pick. You're not the only person. Though. I talk to guys at work, and they're like – I talk when I was betting on the Blues in the playoffs and winning money on them in the playoffs. And so I do the same thing with the Cardinals. Like I was telling Travis, I'm betting the Cardinals. Like I bet the Cardinals exclusively on baseball in August, and boy, did that fucking pay off. I want like two hundred something dollars spent on the Cardinals, but no, I like that um, Packers minus one and a half for me. So we all have parlays left. We'll let Travis go first because um, I've talked in a while because it's a college football parlay. It is, it is, and it is a five legger. Aliens invading. Um, <laughs> straight. Is your is your phone out, Jarrett? 
Oh shit! The phone is out. <laughs> uh, Jared, we have a weird, weird theory—not even theory thing—but Jared's phone every time he gets close to his fucking headset starts making crazy noises. I was just—I uh, was just making sure because I was—I got—I noticed I got—I was getting a little louder when I was talking to Ethan. Just making sure my kid was still asleep because he's like right there. So yeah. <laughs> um, all money lines. Ready for this? Arkansas yep. money line at home against South Carolina. North Carolina money line at Georgia State shouldn't be a problem. South Carolina handled them. West Virginia money line at home against Kansas. USC money line at Stanford. And Mississippi State money line at Arizona. Got one unit, and that pays at plus 254. All right. Don't hate that at all. Ethan, is yours, a, is yours an NFL exclusive parlay, or do you have a, have a little bit of mixture? It is NFL exclusive. All right, I want to hear yours because I, I have one too. My oh, mine's only five. I'll let you go last. In. Mine's only a five legger. Oh, mine's Pretty- only a five legger too. Maybe I just was exaggerating oh. on my hugeness. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, <laughs> that's what she said. There you go. I was waiting for it. Um, mine is a five leg money line parlay as well. Um, it is the Eagles, the Bengals against the Steelers, the Saints against the Falcons, the Dolphins, and then the Titans, Moneyline Parlay, at plus 592 for one unit. Oh, man, doing a unit Johnson on that one. That's big. It's early. You guys, you guys go big on your parlays. I'm only doing a half unit on my parlay. It's not as big as either of theirs, uh, but it's Saints, obviously, at Falcons. Bengals at the Steelers, Colts at the Texans. Um, I have the Titans in mind, and I'm also going to toss in the Broncos at the at the Seahawks. Um, so five leg plus three ninety five parlay, half unit on that. Um, so I think it's pretty much a lock, but we'll see. Someone's, someone's fucking a bolt. <laughs> well, so here's what I can see as Travis is yelling from the abyss. Um, I could see the Eagles fucking around and losing to the Lions because I'm high on the Lions this year. I've said it time and time again. I could see that being a trap game week one. Um, I don't see the Bengals losing to the Steelers for me. I don't see the Saints losing to the Falcons. Um, Other games that I had in my parlay, Titans against the Giants, and they're at home. I know the Titans look less intimidating as they have in the past couple years, but I think Derrick Henry runs all over them. And then last but not least, I had the uh, Dolphins. Oh, my God. Who did I say? Oh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I, and I had the Dolphins too. That's that's an easy Mike Mike McDaniel's debut. I mean, it could very could be easily be a game we drop. Um, mine, I see. Honestly, you guys are calling me crazy. I can see the Colts losing losing to the Texans, like just kind of like crazy. Um, a game that I would not expect, but yeah. Well, they did we lose to the nine. Jaguars twice last year, so yeah. What do we got in mind? I don't think Arkansas will struggle. Uh, UNC at Georgia State. West Virginia. That's how it, against Kansas? You never know. Here's, here's, here's the at one that home? I think is scary. Is USC on the road against Stanford? Yeah, but USC right now is – they are like the oh, premier team. I don't, I don't disagree that that's a game that they definitely should win. But I I could see it being a game that is one of those random ass games that a good team ends up dropping in college football. 
yeah, random ass. Like George is going to do to Mizzou this year. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty confident in all of them. I'm pretty confident in all of them. That would get me half the way back to zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So either way, that is our 10, 10 picks, uh, or 10 units of picks that we have this week. Anything we have to cover before the end of the episode? Yeah. Uh, I got one thing for you. Yep. Is Pujols reaching 700 home runs this year? I mean, Travis and I are talking about this on Saturday. It's going to be tough, but I don't see it. It's it's a bummer, and this is already dumb because he, technically, if you think about it, he's, he's already there. I, I think it's the dumbest thing in the world that postseason stats don't count uh, towards your career totals. Really in any sport. I don't think they do in NFL or basketball or anything like that. Like, yeah, they sorry, sport. sorry you sucked and didn't make the playoffs. Your team was fucking ass cheeks. Like, play for a better team. makes no sense to me. And you still play those games. That's still longevity. That's still, you know, t- hard time on your body. Like, think about how many fucking postseason games LeBron has played. That's probably dra- drug down. He's probably played two seasons worth of postseason games. You know? And yeah. Like, so I don't know why they don't count because he's so, is already at 700 in my eyes. Well, I think that people, you know, they look at the postseason stats too, and that's a big factor in um, Hall of Fame status or yep. kind of where your legacy's at. But I think you're right. Like the reason that they divide them up is because people get more opportunities being in the playoffs. And you're right. Like, yeah, like make the playoffs, but you could be in a bad situation. Like I feel, I feel for Mike Trout, the motherfucker's never going to make the playoffs and he's one of the greatest players of this generation. Um, And so you're right. Like it, it sucks. I can see it both ways. I get why they separate it. I think that people have to look at postseason stats with regular season stats as um, someone's legacy, but I I don't think that you can like add them together. What is but the if you're gonna add if you're gonna add you know World Series NBA Super Bowl champion to your legacy and your in your no. Hall of Fame shrine? Why doesn't your stats there count? Yeah, no, I agree. I think well, I think they do though. I just think that they don't combine them as all because like people talk a lot about like um oh my god, who am I thinking of? I'm going to like, I'm going to blank right now. Sorry. Um, but somebody like, let's just, I'm just going to make something up off the top of my head because I completely forgot who I was going to say, but like somebody like Derek Jeter's postseason stats like that, that was a big consideration into his legacy. Because if you look outside of that, the dude was a mid shortstop. I'm sorry. You can, we can argue that all we want. He was a great offensive player. He was a mid shortstop, but his postseason legacy and the stats that he had in the post postseason, the way he performed, um, went a long way into his status and what he was as a Yankee. So yeah. So here, here you want to know who who is the same exact thing of that in the NFL version, which might be actually a little bit less, is Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sure, is your phone near your mic? No. <laughs> oh, no, now it's okay. freaking out. That's I was fine. Fucking bugging. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it should count. So there's that. Pool, I don't think pools gets to 700, though. Well, let's figure it out. What, what's the pace? Because we have 27 more games left. He's, I didn't if he starts every single game, his pace right now is 699. But I think that they are going to start him a lot more because of our lead, because of the teams that we play, and because they know that he's so close. Like, he started today against a righty. There was no reason for him to. You said so I think s- that he he's 27 games? We have 27 games left, yeah. He's got so to hit one every five ish yeah five ish games which is doable it's That's just he has to doable. play he, he's he has been on a fucking absolute yep torrid pace lately too but they can't pinch hit him they can't like give him like one hit 
Right. He pinched. He, he pinched it on Saturday. <laughs> it's true. He didn't hit a pitch okay. at home. But, but I'm saying, like, for time. his, for for him to get it in my mind. I'm not saying I think he won't hit a home run on a pinch hit. I say his odds are going to be much better. I think if he starts twenty of the remaining twenty-seven games, and half of those are lefties, which is not what the case will be because there's just left less lefty starters in the league. But somehow, God forbid, if there's ten lefties that we play against, he'll get there. If not, I don't. I think he'll fall one or two short. I think he'll pass a rod. I think that's no. That's a no brainer. But you cannot retire at six ninety eight. Hey, MLB the show apparently thinks that he'll never retire. I'm playing a franchise mode right now. I have him on my team. I'm in 2025, and the motherfucker's still kicking. I've got 765 home runs with him, and he signed again to another one-year deal. He's 46. So, but here, <laughs> We're not here, slated to start to face a left-handed pitcher in this entire series against Washington. So here's my thing. if you, it, we'll, we'll end on this, and we'll go to whatever anyone else has to say. But if you'd have told me at the beginning of the year that Pools would hit 16 home runs, I'd be like, "You're fucking crazy! No way in hell!" And he's there right now I, with 27 games left. So, had had only- he started more for us, or had I anticipated him starting more for us, I could have seen it because he had 17 home runs last year, and he missed like what two weeks because he didn't have a team, and the beginning of the season he was barely playing with the Angels. So the fact that he had 17, I thought was pretty impressive, and him coming over here, I was like. Well, if he plays a bunch, he definitely could get there. But the fact that he's done it and he's only played like here and there, I think is what's more impressive. It's like every time he plays, it seems like it's a home run. Yeah. So, like, like I said, Ethan, if he were to play every single game for us the year, he'd he's on pace to hit five more. So he'd be right at seven hundred. He's at six ninety five, right? He'd yep. be at seven hundred because yep. he's hit sixteen home runs in eighty four games, and that's roughly one every, one every one every five, one every five games. Yeah. I think what sucks is had. COVID not happened that COVID year, he we wouldn't be talking about 700. We'd be talking about him passing Babe Ruth had the COVID season not happened. Yeah, because he played 39 games that year. Yep. And he hit, and he probably uh, would have played close to 100 in that season. And he hit, yeah, six home runs that year in 39 games. So, yeah, Babe yep. Ruth. Babe Ruth is at 750 or 714, sorry. Yeah. Oh, he would have passed him for sure. Yeah, that's my thing, right? I, I I think there's no way he wouldn't have hit in a full season in 2020. Yeah, that he wouldn't have hit 17 to 20 home runs that year. To put it to put in perspective, outside of the COVID year, the year he's played the least amount of games was 2013. He played 99. Every single other year, he's played over 100. So, yep. Even last year, he played 109. Well, we have that going on for the next couple weeks we also have this weekend hashtag ufc podcast hamzat shamaya versus nate diaz. oh shit i forgot about it to be honest with you he is nate diaz is getting a lot not a lot but a lot more respect this past week and a half he is plus 700 still against hamzat shamaya do you guys think he can win no way not a chance no I'm not an. I've never. You don't think there's like a chance he can win? No, no. Because my thing is, is right. He's a guy that eats punches, right? And he he bleeds all over the place. We know that. I think that could he last five rounds, or is it a five round fight? Yes. Is it a main card? Main event. event, Yep. So, um, or yeah, not main card, main event. Really, really a dog shit card outside of that too. Let's be honest. 
So it, can he go five rounds with him? I think absolutely. But will it look pretty? I don't think so. In the last nine years, the only person that has actually finished Nate Diaz has been Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor didn't finish Nate Diaz. I'm sorry. sorry. I was looking at uh, technically technical finish uh, Jorge Masvidal. Yep. And that was a doctor stoppage, which what, to be honest with you, I see that happening in something in this, this type of fight. I see them going over to the corner and doing doctor stoppage. Very anticlimactic. I don't see Hamzat <laughs> getting him to the ground, like because like Nate Diaz was. I don't care if his like face is like literally caved in. He's gonna keep. He's gonna keep trying to fight. Like that. That's so, his personality. What are the odds on a doctor stoppage? <laughs> That'd be wild. That'd be a wild doctor nice, stoppage. Nice doctor stoppage. <laughs> I think. I think betting um, the over on rounds would also be a pretty solid bet. But I don't know, I don't think man. He's- what is the know. order? Can you pull it up? Uh, yeah, let me do it real quick. Best fight odds. That's two and a half. I bet the over is minus one eighty-five. <laughs> I I think either way though, probably not a bad bet. Where the fuck is it at on here? Best well, it's such odds. a shitty card. They probably don't have it anywhere. Well, they don't have they don't have any like props or anything on best fight odds. Um, here you go. Fight to go the distance is plus five twenty. Yes. Yeah, there's no way. The over is not on here. Hold on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't find it either. But fight to go the distance at plus five twenty is pretty nice just for the value. It will not go the distance. So okay, the over under guys is one and a half. The over is minus one sixty five. One and a half. I would hit that. Over. That's going yeah. over for sure. You think he can't last two if rounds? You can, if you can get Nate Diaz out of there in seven and a half minutes, and you are a godsend. I don't disagree. I mean, I like. I mean, that, that's what the over said on Bovada. It's a one and a half. I love that. Wow. Get it before it goes to two and a half. Yeah. At plus odds. Um, yeah, Travis, do you think he can win? There's no way. There's no way he can win. We saw, dude, he, he, Dan, not damn near. He could have and should have had Leon Edwards out of the octagon if he wasn't fucking around. That's my that problem. This is his last fight on his UFC contract. He's that, that's what he's going to He's going to fuck around. Even what if he does. Think? Listen, if he beats Hamzat, he gets a title shot. Here he has to sign a new a new contract. He doesn't want to do that. He does not want to sign a new contract. They, they, I, they, I, I think his mind might change if he beats him. Hamzat literally came out and said the other day. He said, "The UFC's paying me to retire Nate Diaz and get him out of the, and get him out of here." And that's exactly what and that's exactly what, what I'm going to do. So I'm but gonna, that's like, the I, thing. Nate Diaz is think about where he's from and what he's made of. He is not going to go into a fight and just lay down. Yeah, you say that, but he does that all the time. He did it. He came. He comes out super slow. He came out slow against against Leon. He came out slow against Masvidal. And then Masvidal fucking. But yeah, I don't know if he if he's not he comes if he out if he can defend himself if, quick. Yeah, then he'll. This could get stopped. Fairly. That under that Literally. under could hit. That under could that under hit, could yeah. hit if he fucks around. Then I'll hate me at Nate Diaz for the rest of my life. Yeah, but I, I like the over. Um, 
I'm, I'm more intrigued about this co-main event. Lee Jing Liang, the leech against Tony Ferguson. First of all, how Tony Ferguson has come back so fast after that head kick knockout. I don't know. But he's plus 240. Going up a weight class, too. What? Tony yeah, Ferguson's fighting fight welterweight? Yeah. What? No. So he doesn't have to do a weight cut for this fight after he got knocked out. This is this is Tony Ferguson's retirement fight. I think this would be a sixth loss in a row. But he's plus two forty. That's the thing. Do you think he like look at his record? Do you think he has that on his resume to get to go out? It'd be his fifth loss in a row. But yeah, yeah, he's done. He's like uh, very much in the. Um, he was never a great. Everyone talks about him as being this amazing guy. I don't know. Yeah, there's no way he wins that fight. I think I think Tony Ferguson's crazy and he's has, has none in it anymore. But if he gets it to the ground, I think he's got a solid chance. I don't know. I will take the three the last three favorites of the fight and might as well parlay him, but I don't know. If you look at it, it's actually a solid fight card. Johnny Walker's gonna lose. Kevin Holland's gonna win. But they're all entertaining fights, is what it they is. All. This, this will be a card. This will be a card to watch and just see people get their fucking face knocked in. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna buy it because like I don't know any of these people, but I can see it now. Johnny Walker's probably gonna get, get knocked the fuck out. Um, that girl fight sucks. Kevin Holland's gonna win. Tony Ferguson's gonna get knocked out, and something's crazy gonna happen. So yeah, I, I definitely see that too. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot I that was on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, big fight card. We got a lot. I mean, it's it's that time of the year where you just you make a pot of chili, you grab a fucking case of beer, and you get football, UFC, two days in a row. We had chili. Hell yeah. Now? It's not even September. Oh, it is September. Jesus Christ. It was, six, it was in the cold, 60s here today, bro. Must be yeah, nice. But, yeah, but Must it always gets nice. hot. It always gets hot quick. It was muggy. It got muggy today quick. It did. It's I'm just ready for been like consistently weather. in the 80s up here for the last like four weeks. Probably Gross. longer. Yeah, we'll see. Gross. We'll see if it ever becomes fall. <laughs> but football's no. here, ladies and gentlemen. It is. Football is here. We. Uh, I'm making. I'm making a pushback, ladies and gents. I if I have another week, like I'm scratching and clawing. If I have another <laughs> week like I did this past week, something's gonna need to change, and I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm just gonna have to get shitty, do no prep, and just make my picks on the fly. On next I mean, it, sometimes that's the he, best way. It, yeah, even uh, that's kind of what I did. Like I like in the mornings, I wake up and I'll scroll my phone. I'm like, oh, that game looks interesting. I like favorite it, and I'll go back and look at it later, and like weed them out from there, and like try to find a slant for it to talk about on the podcast. To be honest with you, <laughs> but sometimes they're hard to find. That's why sometimes I'm just like, this team looked really good, and this one did not look so good. Me in my in-depth analysis for you all listening. Yeah. Well, but hey, worked out for you. Ethan's in-depth analysis did work. Yeah. Yep. But hey, we might bet as individuals, but we root for each other as a podcast. So we're all we're all coming out in the positive this week. I think I tailed every single one of you guys' picks last week. I did not come out in the positive because Travis killed me. But yeah. <laughs> I also I also threw in a, a few like teasers that were kind of ridiculous too. That all lost by a leg, by the yeah. way. So. Because I fucking Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to. I had Georgia Tech tonight plus 23 and a half.
You cut out bad. You cut out bad. I can't hear. Yeah, I was going to say I couldn't hear anything you said just now. But that's okay because the podcast is over. So it is over. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.